Welcome to another episode of On the Highway. I'm your host, Megan Anderson, and each week we bring you an expert in the mortgage and real estate realm. You can learn how to navigate the housing and real estate highway to take your business to the next level. Thanks for spending some time with me today. Now let's get driving. Welcome to another MBS Highway Live monthly webinar. I'm one of your hosts, Megan Anderson, along with Dan and Barry Habib. And today's guests, well, they are some top producing originators and co-creators of Tribe Coaching. We got Josh Maddow, we got Ryan Grant, we got Mark Robertson and Chris Lettle, and they are here to share in their lead converting response to the number one question that homebuyers are asking right now. What is your rate? They will also share the presentation that is generating the most new leads with realtors today. And collectively, this crew, well, they have been ranked, they have over 97 years of experience for startups. And they have been ranked in the top five originators in the nation by volume. They hold the number one loan officer spot in Orange County, California for several years running. They host the Infinite Financial Freedom podcast, and they serve on Forbes Financial Council. Thank you all for joining us today. And with that, I want to kick it off to Mark Robertson. Well, you know what, Megan, I just got to say, besides saying hello to everybody and, uh, 97. It's almost as much experience as I have in this business by now. <laughs> uh, I was aside say- from Chris Ledley, I just don't want us to forget that who popped on at the very end there, my dear friend, Danny Horan. Hi, Danny. So, uh, and, and uh, team, it's so great to have you guys. So sorry, Megan, you wanted to kick it off with Mark, I think you said, right? Yes, sir. Thank you, Barry. Um, and guys, you know, we were talking about how grateful we are to Barry and Dan and Megan and the whole community at MBS Highway. The what they've done uh, as a foundation and so much of their material is weaved into the fabric of who we are as originators today. And and just the amount of value that comes out of uh, MBS Highway. It's a real honor. I speak on behalf of all of us to be here today. A dream, if you will. Like if you would have told me ten years ago that I'd be uh, on here with these gentlemen presenting. Uh, and with these ladies, Megan and Krista, um, I would have said, man, that, that is an awesome day. So I just want to say thank you to you guys for the amount of value that you're putting out to the community. And I think you'll, you'll see here that, you know, we really wanted to show up for you guys today um, as, a, as a thank you, as a, a, a just a tremendous amount of, of gratitude for the amount of value that we've gotten out of this community. And so when we we're talking to people and just saying, hey, what is the biggest pain point that you have right now? One, it's what's your rate? And if you're anything like me, you're even after all these years in the business with uh, all of the tools, it's still like a, a little rattling right now. And so we're definitely going to take you through how we answer that question, um, you know, because look, I think we all know this, but the reality is the the client doesn't know how to shop for a mortgage. They don't know what they're getting into. And what they're really saying when they say to you, Dan, what is your rate, man, uh, is is they're saying, hey, am I going to be in the very best possible solution financially? Am I going to get a bad deal? Am I going to overpay? Can I trust you? That's really what they're saying, but they don't know how to say those things. They've been taught to just ask one question. And so we'll definitely go through that and, and really see how we can use some of the strategies that a lot of our community is using 
a lot of top producers are using to really uh, dissect that question. And then the other thing is, you know, that's great if you've got somebody that's ready to buy and they're ready to buy and they just want to get the very best deal. But how many people are out there and they're not even raising their hands, maybe, right? They're just having conversations around the barbecue or the water cooler around, ah, I'm waiting. I'm, I'm waiting for this, you know, magic genie to pop out of the bottle and say, hey, now's the time. You know, rates are low and prices are low. And like, this is what you've been you've been waiting for, right? And and I think those people are, um, are, are we have to figure out how to serve those clients. How do we get to them? How do we become a amazing conversion partner for our real estate agents? And how do we break down those barriers that maybe they have, um, you know, around a lack of education? They're not watching Barry and Dan every morning at, you know, at seven in the morning or six in the morning, um, you know, depending on your, your time zone. And so, how do we how do we reach those people? And so we're going to share with you the number one tool that we rely on, both as a conversion mechanism, uh, but also as a lead generator and bringing on new partners and, and creating market share. And we thought if we did that effectively today, that that would be the most value that we could bring to this call. And so I would love to just start out with you, Ryan. You know, um, good morning, bud. I, I, you are probably the best. Uh, that I've seen uh, at scripting, at at really being able to take a client from point A to, to point B. The uh, number one originator in Orange County is Ryan Statistic. And so I wanted to just make sure to, to highlight that you're the man. Uh, at least I think that you're the man. Um, so welcome, man. And, and Ryan, I would love to give you a chance to just kind of frame things up. And what I thought we would do is just role play a little bit with 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 me and you, um, you know, and and I could just come at you the way so many people come at me in the origination business, and you could handle that. But before I do that, um, why don't you say good morning? Just add any framing that you want that that maybe I, I didn't lay down there. Yeah, no, super excited to be here. Um, I think you you kind of touched on it a little bit, Mark, in your intro. Is that you know when people ask what's your rate or why you you know what they're really saying is I don't know anything about the mortgage industry and. I don't want to overpay and feel bad about that later, right? And I don't know how to solve that problem. But if we pause on the word overpay, right, that's really the, the crux of this whole thing, right? I, I was talking to, I was coaching a group earlier and I said, you know, I'm building a house right now and I won't know if I overpaid for that home until years later, right? If I have amazing memories and my family loves it and friends and it's like the best place energetically for me, then I could never overpay for that home. But if I end up single, my kids hate me and nobody ever comes over, then I overpaid for the house, right? And so it's what happens after the transaction that determines if you've overpaid for your mortgage or not, right? It's, it's what happens before the transactions that determines if you even have the opportunity to have a house and a mortgage, right? And so now we need to be very clear with our clients that getting a mortgage transaction is the same almost everywhere, but our value proposition to them and our commitment to them is different. And we will never allow them to overpay regardless of what we offer. So happy to jump into the role play. Yeah. So let, let's just assume, um, hey, Ryan, Jan, my realtor, she referred me to, to you. I've, I've bought plenty of homes in the past. I've always used my banking institution. And I've dabbled in this before. And, and no one's ever had rates that were were quite as good as them. But Jan said that you're amazing. And I told her I would I would definitely call you. And so 
I'm just, just, you know, I wanted to to give her the courtesy of, of reaching out to you and, and wanted to just be candid and transparent uh, with you. Yeah, Mark, I really, I'm glad that Jan put us in touch. You know, she's an amazing real estate professional and, and, and been a great partner of ours for quite some time. Did, did Jan tell you what makes us different or unique than most mortgage companies or most mortgage professionals? No, she just said that you guys are really good. Okay. Well, I think it's important you understand the, the standard mortgage industry and then what we are doing, right? Because what we are doing, I believe, is not necessarily what you think you want today. What you probably think you want is just a, a low interest rate, you know, good closing costs, close on time, do what we say we're going to do. That's kind of the expectation that most people have when they get a mortgage. Um, what we are offering is something that I believe, Mark, that you actually need, right? And so we help you in three very distinct ways, right? Our value proposition, we, we break down into how we help you before the transaction, which is incredibly important, how we help you during the transaction, which I think is actually, interestingly, the, the, the least of the important areas. And then the most important area in which we're going to add value to you in your life is going to be after the transaction. And Mark, I, I can promise you this, we will be the most valuable person or the most valuable team in your life in every aspect of real estate or finance for the next 30 years. And I'm going to show you how we're going to do that. So first of all, have you ever been through it sounds like you've been through this process before, right? You've gotten loans in the past? Yes, sir. Can I take a shot at how that went? You might have asked a couple of questions about it? No, not at all. Go ahead. So you you called the the lender, right? Because you came up with the concept of of buying a home and getting a mortgage, right? Needing a mortgage. They had you fill out an online application. Is that accurate? Yes, sir. You sent in some documents, right? Yep. yep. And then they sent you a pre-approval letter and told you that you were qualified for X. That's right. Yep. You then went under contract on a property, right? They close your loan. How was the customer service? Did they close on time, good customer service? Yeah, um, one time they, they didn't close on the on time. The other two were were fine. Okay, yeah, that's that's pretty standard, right? But then now the question is, once they closed, how often have you heard from them to where they proactively helped you navigate the changes and evolutions in your life to help you become more generationally wealthy? Like how often does that happen? From from the the bank, the bank, the loan officer, anybody in that organization. I haven't heard from them other than like when I'm making calls to them for sure. Okay, and first of all, Mark, I want to apologize that, that happened, right? Because that entire process is very average. It's very normal, but that's just an institution that's interested in selling you debt, right? They they made you a homeowner, but they did not commit to helping you become a successful homeowner. And there's a very big difference between those two, right? And so as we go through this process, I'm going to break down how we're going to help you get your offer accepted at, at, a, at a higher percentage rate. Like you're not going to have to make multiple offers. I'm going to show you how we can likely save you money on the price of the home, right? I'm going to show you how we're going to create a level of confidence and motivation in the decision that you're making, right? And making sure this is the right thing to do. Right. And that's, those are all the ways we're going to help you even before the transaction ever starts. Throughout the transaction, I'll show you what we do, what our consumer experience looks like. Right. So you can understand the difference between just getting a mortgage and experiencing the joy of becoming a homeowner, right? Or investing in further real estate. But the most important thing I'm going to show you, Mark, is that from the time the transaction closes for the next 30 years, I'm going to show you what our team's going to commit to to help you in every area of real estate or finance and help you accomplish goals with your real estate and goals with your finances that you likely just wouldn't have done without us. 
So that's really what makes us different and unique. Any questions or any anything I can answer more there? And and again, I know it's a lot, but we'll go into more of it as we as we proceed. No, man. I mean, it's it's no wonder that Jan referred me to you. Like I, you know, it 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 definitely is quite different. And and you know, my interest is peaked for sure. Okay. Well, Mark, what I'd love to do is I want to ask you some questions here. Um, but, you know, some of them are going to be on a standard mortgage application, but many of them won't. Right. So as I'm asking you questions that are not on the mortgage application, I'm going to explain to you why I'm asking you those questions. And it's not because you need them to qualify. It's just not. Right. Um, unfortunately, we don't care. And when I say we, the mortgage industry doesn't care about a lot of very important and impactful things that would determine what you should do. We only care about the small number of things that determine what you can do. And there's a big difference between you, you know, being able to buy a home and knowing that you actually should and how to do it, right? And so when I get to those questions, I'm going to explain this is not one of those qualifying questions. Like, I don't need to know if you have life insurance to qualify you for a mortgage, right? Or what you're paying for it. But I do need to know it in order to give you the proper advice and guidance and planning. Otherwise, we're going to set you up to fail. So let me ask you some questions here, right? We'll start to get into that process. Then what we're going to do, Mark, is we're going to schedule a time to do a what we call a pre-purchase consultation. And in that okay. consultation, we're going to go over different purchase prices, different payment, down payment amounts. We're going to you know, use a lot of different tools uh, from an amazing platform to help you analyze this decision, right? We're going to get you fully underwritten for the, for the loan so you look like a cash offer and potentially could even be a cash offer to help get your offer accepted. All right, so we're going to go through a lot of that stuff in the consultation. It's probably going to be about an hour. Um, is there a good day or time for us to schedule that consultation? Uh, I'm really flexible. I'm self-employed, so it's pretty easy for me. Okay, well, let's do uh, today is Wednesday. Let's do to make sure we have time for everything. Are you available Friday at two? Um, Friday at two works fine for me. Okay, so after this call, I'll send you a link. Uh, we'll do a Zoom meeting, same thing, face-to-face, -face, where we get to see each other, and I'll share my screen. Um, but let's go through these questions. That way I can prep everything and make sure we have everything ready for Friday at 2. Awesome, dude. Sounds great. Looking forward to it. So then I roll into the, the application from there. Um, you know, I, I have not been watching the chat, so I don't know if there's questions or, or comments or anything there. But um, the key team is we want to get the consumer to realize the next 30 to 60 days is inconsequential compared to the next 30 to 60 years, right? Uh, Danny says this all the time and, and we all steal his, his thunder when we say it, but wealthy people aren't wealthy because they have money. They're wealthy because they have information and they have access to information and they have people pouring information into them. The mortgage industry has never done that. And as soon as we start selling a different product, the client won't compare us to someone else, right? They're not going to compare apples to oranges. And if they try, you can bring them back to remember, right? You're comparing someone who's trying to sell you a loan versus a group that's interested in helping you grow your generational wealth long-term. You can decide which one you want. And, you know, to me, I'm indifferent. I just want you to make an educated, sound decision, knowing all, knowing the full score, right? So the, the thing that you want to focus on is be different. Offer a more valuable product. And, and more than anything, explain to that customer why your product they could never overpay for. You know, the other thing, Ryan, is 
and so many people have commented about how good you are. Um, and I would argue, not that you're not good, but you're also so confident. Just being in a role play with you on the other side of this, I just felt myself going, if I don't pay attention to this dude and, and meet with him, I'm crazy. I'm missing out on something, right? And I genuinely felt like that. And so I think the other thing is, uh, so many of you don't believe it. You're not believing that you have the value. You're not believing that by watching Barry and Dan in the morning that you are miles ahead of all of your clients as far as the knowledge that it takes to be the light that these people need to make good decisions in, in real estate. And it's very clear in the way that you speak and the belief that you have behind the things that you are saying that it's it's just very convicting and i felt that on the other side so i just commend you for the confidence as well thank you man yeah i think it's a i think it just comes you know confidence and i've, I've been studying a lot about confidence lately it comes from doing right not knowing and you know when we've been doing this for quite some time like in 2018 i made the decision i'm not going to sell mortgages anymore right like there's no fulfillment and no inspiration in me selling debt to people at cheap interest rates Right? I love so it, man. When I made that decision, it was easy for me to pivot and say, okay, now I'm just going to be the most valuable and, you know, practice failure, getting back up, keep doing it, keep better, keep getting better, keep iterating. Um, those are all the things that I think that will help other people get that same level of confidence. So um, happy to help in any way that we can. And I just appreciate the opportunity MBS Highway team to have us come on. And, um, you know, I can tell you that a lot of our confidence is derived from you know, the platform you've created and the systems that we utilize when we're presenting to our clients and when we're, you know, giving really sound data to our people like that, like that bears with it a level of confidence that most mortgage, I wouldn't say professionals, that most loan officers don't have, right? Mortgage professionals use these tools uh, to deliver their value in a way that is clear and delivers confidence for them. And so just want to thank you guys for doing that. I love it, man. You just saw Ryan take me from the commoditizing homeowner. At, and I saw a question in the chat. It wouldn't matter if I was a first time home buyer as well. Ryan would have a very similar approach to get me from a, a point A to, to point B. And, and Josh, so the next step as I see it, whether I'm a multiple time home buyer or reaching out to those buyers that might be frozen or the realtors who are having a hard time, right? Um, it's it's taking those buyers from maybe and just being scared to knowing that they're making a really good decision and taking them to, you know, I've got to get into this market because it is the most, um, it, it is the best decision for, for me and my family. And so I would love for you, man, to just take us through your process that addresses this, you know, uh, and takes a, a client from a maybe to a hell yes, we, we got to do this, man. Yeah, you bet. Thanks, everybody. Good to be with you. And as I think about the, the biggest challenge that we're all experiencing right now, it's that we have less leads coming in every day. And so if we have less leads and less buyers that qualify due to rates and prices and all the stuff, then we really need to think about conversion. And if we and when I talk to realtors, what they tell me is, you know, people are interested but they love their 3% mortgage and the home they're in more than they love the new payment on their new home. That tells me that they're having a problem with conversion. 
So let's fast forward this conversation from the initial call where Ryan pivoted from a price conversation to an advice conversation. He gathered a bunch more information about that family. And now we fast forward to Friday at two o'clock. We're going to roll into the presentation that we call the Bulletproof Buyer Presentation, which at its core is a conversion presentation to take people from, from confused to confident and committed. And once you master this, not only is it going to increase your personal conversion ratio, but your realtors, your referral partners are going to love you because they can send you the maybes and I'm kind of interested and I'm thinking about it and now is not the right time. And you turn them into now is the right time. And the tools, all that we've done here is we've just taken the tools that MBS Highway prepares for us and we put them into a presentation deck and we've asked ourselves the question, what are the three or four biggest problems or challenges that the buyers are experiencing? And how do we stack those tools on top of each other to overcome that challenge in the buyer's mind? We, call, we packaged that and called it the Bulletproof Buyer Presentation. So the, the one thing, I, the one caveat I want to throw out before I get rolling here is that you may be in a market where the interest rates have slowed buyer demand. You might be starting to see inventory going up. Resist the opportunity or resist the inclination to say that doesn't apply to me and be asking yourself, okay, well, if that's not the problem my buyers are facing, what problems are my buyers facing and what MBS highway tool can I use to replace, let's say that you don't need an appraisal gap strategy, you're going to replace it with a 2-1 buy down, or you're going to replace it with a single premium MI buyout or something like that. So stay engaged, stick with me. I'm going to roll for about 20 minutes. This is usually a 40-minute presentation, so there'll be slides that you're familiar with that I'm going to fast forward. But at the end, my goal is to overcome all of those questions in Mark's mind as an unconfident buyer and get him to the point where he is committed and ready to roll with Realtor Jan. So with that, let's roll. Mark, you ready? Yes, sir. Let's go. So Mark, Full trilogy, this is the most challenging real estate market that I've navigated in 23 years of advising families to buy and finance real estate. So if we know that going in, we have to be more prepared than everybody else. And that's the reason why we created the Bulletproof Buyer Program. We wanted to give our customers, our, our the team that we work with and help their families get into mortgages, we wanted to give them a competitive advantage over everybody else. Now, there's a famous quote by Wayne Gretzky. He says, skate to where the puck is going and not to where this puck has been. And what I want to ask you is, what do you think is going to happen to this housing market when mortgage rates hit 5%? Do you think there's going to be more buyer demand, less buyer demand? What do you think is going to happen to home prices, Mark? Uh, I, th I think home prices are going to go up. There's already no houses. If rates go down, there's, it's just going to be madness. Um, you know, there's going to be a lot of people bidding on homes. Yes. The, the, the fact is there's a tsunami of buyers currently sitting on the sidelines. They will enter the housing market as rates go down. And there was a, a statistic that came from Black Knight, I believe. And the statistic goes like this. For every 1% that mortgage rates go down, there are 5 million more US households that qualify for home ownership. So wow. if we go from seven to six, you're now competing with 5 million more potential buyers. If we go from six to five, you're now competing with 10 million potential buyers. 
So the first thing that I want to point out, when we think about overpaying for anything, the longer we wait to enter the housing market, the higher the probability that we're going to overpay. And I'm going to give you a bunch of data that, that, that substantiates that. But I want you to just start out with the reality that the clients that I see waiting for rates to go down are unlikely to, to beat the 5 or 10 million new buyers that are about to come into the market over the next 12 to 24 months. So Mark, because of this challenging environment, we created the Bulletproof Buyer Program, and it really has four different segments. The first segment is a comprehensive upfront market analysis. I want to go through the data that I'm looking at that makes me certain that 2023, 2024 is nothing like 2008. And I want you to have the same certainty that I have. The second piece is what's called an appraisal gap strategy. The reality is the volume of transactions is down, but the demand is high. So we're still seeing homes appreciate, but not a lot of homes selling. And based on the way that appraisers arrive at evaluation, which is looking at the homes that sold over the last 12 months, it's not uncommon for appraisals to come in below the purchase price. It doesn't mean the value is not there, but we need to create a strategy to deal with that if it occurs. And it happens about 10% of the time. So it's not a high probability, but we need to be prepared. So we make sure it doesn't derail you and the home of your dreams. Yeah. The third segment is a fully underwritten approval. This is a night and day difference from a pre-qualification. I'm gonna walk you through the value and what it takes to get the fully underwritten approval. And I'm also gonna tell you why, why every lender in the country doesn't do this. And then lastly, if we get into a situation, Mark, where you, your family, Jan and I are all looking at the greatest home, the most perfect home for you, and you have not been able to sell your existing home, and you know we're competing with multiple cash offers, we're going to show you some strategies where you can where you're likely to even be able to beat cash offers. So that's the one, two, three, four of the Bulletproof Buyer Program. And uh, if you don't have any questions, I'm going to jump right into the upfront market analysis. No questions. Let's roll. All right, here we go. I'm going to do this succinctly because everybody's seen Barry teach this slide and Dan teach this slide. But Mark, if we look back at real estate, home values, going back all the way to 1942. So we're talking about 80 years worth of data here. We see that real estate prices, illustrated by the green highlights, have gone up 73 years out of that 82-year backward-looking window. And if you look at the number of years real estate has gone down, illustrated by the red highlights, it's only gone down seven years. And then in 1955, the market was even. It didn't go up. It didn't go down. 1991, it went down 0%, meaning it didn't go down a full percent, but it was down just a hair. Now, this slide is so incredibly important because when I talk to families that say, you know, Josh, I think I'm just going to wait it out on the sidelines and see what happens. Mark, what do you think is going to happen? Over, the, over any decade, you know, the, these are the total uh, cumulative appreciation for each decade. What do you think is going to happen between now and 2033? Well, it's pretty likely that prices are going to go up. 90% probability that prices are going to go up. And what yeah. I bring your attention, Mark, is that not even, even in the down years, like, you know, the scariest thing next to, you know, tarantulas for me, because, you know, I don't like spiders, is, is that the, you know, the seven, eight, and nine. These, this is the depths of the, of the Great Recession. And yet, 
if you owned a home for 10 years, your home value is up 66%. Wow. 2010 and 2011 wasn't fun. I owned a bunch of houses at this time. I was sweating bullets. But if you owned the home for a, throughout the decade, your home prices were 45%. So, so the, the big takeaway for me is twofold here. Number one, real estate goes up 90% of the time and waiting for the market to go down is a losing proposition. Number two, if I plan to be in my home for at least 10 years, any decade since 1940s, I'm going to be okay. Does that land for you? Yeah, yeah, it's it's crazy uh, looking at the number. The other thing that comes up a lot, Mark, is the question, how do you know 2023, 2024, we'll call that the current housing cycle, isn't going to be a repeat of the Great Recession, the previous housing cycle that we're also mentally anchored into? And so let's go from conjecture and fear to fact, right? If we look at the last housing cycle, there was a 10% unemployment rate. Now we're at 3.6. There were 138 million jobs. Now we have 158 million jobs. That's 20 million more Americans who have an ability to buy a home than in the previous housing cycle. There were a ton of subprime loans. You know, I, I say you either had to be able to spell your name or fog a mirror, but you didn't need to do both to get a mortgage in 2006. <laughs> <laughs> now you have to do both and provide me that long list of documents that I sent you the other day. You have to prove your ability to repay. And so does everybody else who owns a home right now. There was massive overbuilding in the lead up to the last housing cycle. 7.65 million new homes were brought to the market in the five years before that cycle. Compared to this cycle, there's only been 4.6 million homes built. So there's 40% less homes that have been built over the last five years and 20 million more jobs and everybody qualifies and everybody who wants a job, maybe except for a few people in San Francisco, uh, they can find a job somewhere. The other thing is just inventory. Like let's just, let's go back to Econ 101, supply and demand. Well, there were 4 million homes for sale in the last housing cycle, inventory. Today, we will have 770,000 homes nationally for sale. That's 80.7% less inventory today than we had in the last housing cycle. 20 million more jobs, 80% less inventory. And check this out. Do the math, Mark. This is, this is mind-blowing. If we have... If we have 770,000 listings for 4 million homes, that's approximately one home for sale for every 170 households in America. That's wow. just not enough homes. And, and that's why, in spite of 7% interest rates, home values keep going up. Mortgage delinquency, 2.6%, near an all-time low. Homes in foreclosure, near an all-time low. I want to show you just a couple more stats to really substantiate where we are in the in the market. I'm going to move through this quickly, Mark, because I know you have time constraints. This is total number of active listings, according to Redfin, as of July 23rd. There's about 770,000 homes for sale. But here's the important part. Each one of these lines represents the number of homes for sale starting in January and ending on December 31st. So the red line is 2020, orange line is 2021, black line is 2022, blue line is 2023. The point I want to make to you here is that right now, the end of July 2023, the number of homes for sale in the United States is less than it was in 2021, it's less than it was in 2022, mm -hmm. and it's less than it was in 2020. So if we have less supply, 
and we have more people with jobs making more in wages than ever demand, what is the likely trajectory of home values? Likely to go up when you have- well, Yeah, likely to continue on this march, like the pretty sobering the supply number there. Yes. I would have thought, Mark, to be honest, that this line would have went more like this, more inventory, because mortgage rates are higher than they've been in decades. But mm -hmm. that's just simply not the fact. The demand is exceeding the supply. All right. Um, one other thing I wanted to show you, because there's been a lot of negative news on housing recession. And I, I chuckle at that because according to Redfin on July 23rd, if you look at the median sales price in all Redfin metros, this is California to Florida, the current median home price is now higher than it was in 2022 at this time, higher than it was in 2021, mm -hmm. and higher than 2020. So clearly there was a pivot point in, this is probably February, March, and, and prices have gone higher. In fact, if you look at the big five aggregators and data collectors when it comes to real estate values, four out of five of them have said that we're back to all-time all time highs and we have solid appreciation. So this is Kate Schiller, FHA, CoreLogic, Black Knight, and Zillow. I'm sure you've heard of them. January, home values month over month were down, up slightly, down, up slightly, down. But since January, positive appreciation, this is an all-time high. FHA home values hit an all-time high in February, according to their metrics. CoreLogic hit an all-time high in May. Black Knight hit an all-time high in May. And Zillow hit an all-time high in June. So if you look at the cumulative kind of appreciation estimates or forecasts, if we take these numbers and forecast them out for the year, mm -hmm. if we just divide, we add these together and divide by five, the average appreciation forecast is about 7.4%. That's 0.61% per month. So the reason why I say the person who's going to overpay in any transaction is the person who buys later in the year is because based on your price range of 600000 that means that home prices are going up by about $3,600 a month. Meaning that if you delayed or weren't able to get your offer accepted for a year, you you pay approximately forty four thousand potentially higher. Yeah. Yep. So the key is not so much securing the lowest rate. It's not so much securing this or that. It's more in our ability to get you into a home as fast as humanly possible. Mark, I'm going to walk through this appraisal gap strategy. I'm going to do it quick. The reason why appraisals can come in low is because appraisers look backwards and sellers are looking at current market valuations and forecasting forward because the market is going up, not down. And the gap between the appraiser's perspective and the seller's perspective sometimes can create a moment where the appraisal comes in low. I'm gonna walk you through one of the illustration tools that we use that shows a case study of how we were over, able to overcome a low appraisal. This needs to be a decision that you and your family and Jan, your realtor, uh, feel comfortable with. but. Instead of this low appraisal derailing this transaction, we were able to get the family in the home. And here's how we did it. Originally, it was an $800,000 purchase price. They were going to do a $640,000 loan. Their payment was $47,44, and their cash to close was just under $175,000. These numbers are crucial. They only qualified for a $5,000 a month payment, and they only had about $175,000 in liquidity. So we couldn't mess with these numbers much. Well, the appraisal came in $75,000 low. 
The realtor and the family were convinced the value was there. They were comfortable paying $800,000. There were multiple offers, and the client had just put $150,000 in renovation. The seller put $150,000 in renovation. So it was way nicer than the other homes in the neighborhood. So we said, how do we get you in this home that you want? But we can only lend off the $725 value. We can't lend off the purchase price. We have to lend based off the value. Okay, got it. So what we did, Mark, is we shifted them from a 20% down to an 11% down. We put, had them do, a we did an 89% loan based on a 725 value, which put a loan amount at 646. Now, normally we want to avoid that because if you have greater than 80% financing, you're going to have mortgage insurance. Well, we employed the appraisal gap strategy. Instead of you paying a monthly mortgage insurance premium, which by the way, for this family would have been about $500 a month, and then they wouldn't have been able to qualify for that for that $5,000 payment. It would have been a deal killer. So we said, all right, let's do this. Let's raise the loan amount 6,000 bucks. Let's get the seller and the realtors to kick in another 6,000 bucks. And we bought out the mortgage insurance forever for that family. At the end of the day, they got in their home, their payment went up 40 bucks, big, big whip, and their cash to close was exactly the same. And, and I just share this with you, Mark, because I don't want to ever put you in a position where you and your family fall in love with a home. Then there's a small gap in the appraisal and you're not able to get into that home and, you know, make good on those commitments to our kids that they're, that they're going to get a new backyard. And <laughs> yeah. One other shot I'll show you here, and this is this was really helpful, and this is part of the analysis that we'll do for you as well. I walked them through their estimated time horizon, how many years they're going to be in the home, and I showed them with the original strategy or the appraisal gap strategy that in 10 years, they're going to pay down $98,000 in principal. That's the amortization. The value is going to go up $379,000, and they're still going to have an estimated $477,000 in equity. So at the end of a 10-year period, if you really want the home, who cares? This is, yeah. this, this is a killer strategy. Yep. Mark, the next piece that we need to overcome is the fact that 36% of homes nationally are sold to cash. So there's a high probability, let's say a 90% probability, you're going to run into either a multiple offer situation and potentially one of those multiple offers is cash. So how do we get around that? Mark, we get around that by doing what's called a full pre-underwrite. We call it a to-be-determined property address underwrite, where our underwriter looks at your income, your credit, your assets, the loan requirements, and approves your loan. At that point, it's basically like a blank check. All we need to do once you find your home is appraisal, title, disclosures, evidence of insurance. This gives you two advantages. Advantage number one, the seller knows that your offer is as next to good as cash, and that is very low probability that you're going to get declined for financing because we've checked all those boxes. And number two, it enables us to close in as little as 10 days, enabling us to close as fast as cash in many instances. So if you agree, and, and you and Jan agree that this is the, the, the way to go, because you know there's going to be multiple offers, you want to have a competitive advantage when you go into multiple offers, we request that you um, are willing and ready to move forward on three bases. Number one, you're actively making offers in the next 60 days. Are you, are you comfortable yeah. with that time frame? Yeah. yeah, we definitely are. You're ready to provide all documentation for full underwriting. And let me just warn you, this can be a little onerous because we're not pre-qualifying you. We're literally approving you for $600,000. Are you comfortable with providing that? 
Yeah. Do, do you, do I need more than I've already given you, Josh? I'm, I'm having my loan partner do the final review and stacking everything, preparing for underwriting. I was waiting for this conversation and your commitment to move forward before we do that. If there's anything needed, we'll let you know right away. Yep. Okay, perfect. Yeah, thank you for, for supplying those documents so quickly, by the way. And then that last but not least, Mark, the reason why every bank in the country doesn't do this is because it costs money. It's costly. In fact, we've tallied this up and between woman hours, man hours, underwriter, processor, disclosures, and then our third party fees, credit reports, verifications of employments, verification of deposits, making sure that you don't have any tax liens following you around, all those things that we have to do behind the scenes to give you a full underwriting approval, it costs us roughly $1,000 between labor and the actual third party. So I ask you, uh, before we get moving down that direction, are you confident in using me and our team to help you get into your new home? Or are you still out there shopping mortgage lenders at this point? I mean, I feel pretty confident. I, I mean, I just would love to see terms, you know, um, but everything you said here makes perfect sense. And I definitely see the, you know, the advantage of, uh, you know, doing this up, up front for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks for thanks for being transparent there. Um, again, my biggest concern is preventing you from overpaying in any way. And I think the way that you are likely to overpay is by not going all the way down the field and getting fully pre-underwritten. And then you go into a situation where you've made 10 offers. You've been, you know, you've been, um, other offers have been chosen over, over your offer. And now instead of buying in August, you're buying in October or November. Mm -hmm. And you know, regardless of mortgage terms, the reality is there's no mortgage that's going to be $3,600 better than our mortgage per month. It's, you know, no, no, we're going to be right in there and very close. The best mortgage is the mortgage advisor who can get you in the home the soonest. Yeah, I agree, man. Yeah, I, I think we should just move forward. Uh, it, that makes a lot of sense to me. And as long as you're competitive and you're going to advocate for our family, you know, this this, this makes complete sense. Great. Well, I'm, I'm looking forward to working with you and helping you and your family and your home. I wanted to show you just a couple other things. I'm going to move past these just due to your time constraints here. I, I, I went in and you know we, we employ professional grade analytics that only about 5% of the people in the mortgage industry have access to. This is one of the tools that calculates the cost of waiting. And we plugged in your zip code. We used a very conservative, way less than 0.6% a month or 7.4% 7, 7 a year, a very conservative appreciation rate at about 4%. And I just wanted to illustrate for you the importance of the pre-underwriting and getting your offer accepted sooner versus later and the cost of, of, of delaying or, or waiting to buy is not only in the lost appreciation, but it's in the amortization. And most people don't think through that. So if we look at in your zip code, based on a very conservative appreciation rate, if, if you weren't able to get your offer accepted for six months, we estimate that would cost you about 9,600 bucks in lost appreciation, but also $3,500 in amortization. You see, every month that you're renting, you're paying down your, your landlord's mortgage. When you own, you're paying down your mortgage, as you well know. So just to kind of give you real, to anchor into that concept that the, if the, the biggest thing you should be fearful about overpaying 
is delaying your home purchase by a year or delaying yeah. your home purchase by two years, or God forbid, getting frustrated. I had a client that you know was in the market. Um, they they didn't go through the pre-underwriting. They didn't want to take my advice. Three years later, they called me back and said, okay, now we're ready to get back into the market. Well, they lost a hundred grand, man. That's the mm -hmm. biggest fear in terms of overpaying in this market, in my opinion. Last Love thing I'll tell you, Mark, and um, and I, I know I, I told you I'd let you go by uh, in about one minute. But I, wanted, <laughs> I wanted to just quickly comment on our mortgages under management program. My commitment to you is that we won't just sell you a mortgage indebtedness and walk away, but the closing of your loan is where our relationship begins. And we employ artificial intelligence that manages and monitors all of our past clients' mortgage rates relative to the current market. And anytime there's an opportunity to refinance, we will, we will reach out to you. Now, proactively, you never have to watch the mortgage markets. You never have to call me. I'd love to talk to you. But that's my job. That's my team's job. And that's so important right now because of the economic backdrop that we sit in. So I'll quickly just walk you through this. You know, inflation under Burns, Volcker, Alan Greenspan, and Jerome Powell, those are three times in recent US history where inflation has gone up. And as you notice, inflation is the actual driver to mortgage rates. You notice during each of those time periods, mortgage interest rates went up, went up, went up. So what happens? What does the Fed do? Well, they raised the Fed funds rate, which is an overnight lending rate. They're trying to destimulate the economy by curbing the amount of borrowing in the economy. When the Fed raises the Fed funds rate, which they did in all three of these situations, inflation goes down. Inflation goes down to 5%. Um, inflation, uh, this is reverse. I'm sorry. That should say 11 to 3.5%. Sorry, that's backwards. And inflation is already dropping and should drop more as the Fed funds rate continues to destimulate the economy. Here's the really interesting part. And here's why I bring this up, Mark. Look what happened to mortgage rates. Yeah. Well, down six percent mortgage Every rates time three percent so, so you're thinking that the rates are going to drop then josh that's the key that's the key you know yep. what i know is mortgage rates are cyclical i don't know when the next cycle is going to come but we can look back at history and we know when the fed raises rates it slows the economy inflation slows and mortgage rates go lower and my commitment to you and your family with our mortgages under management program is that we're going to monitor that on a day-by-day -day basis. And if any time in the next 24 months, it makes sense for you to restructure that indebtedness, we will rewrite that loan for you for free. We will not charge you processing, underwriting, none of that. We'll make it as economically um, acceptable and easy for you to rewrite that loan to a lower rate as possible. Love it, man. Crushed it. Um, I love that tool too, guys. It is uh, this this presentation that Josh gave is what I use if I want to get a new realtor. It's what I use if I want to convert a client. It's it's literally the answer right now. And if people are out there shopping for a mortgage and you do what Josh just just did, and the other person just quotes them a rate, um, they're gonna see the value. Um, and and it's just uh, it's it's just again kudos to you Barry and 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 team for the tools that you've given us to just go out and empower clients. Well, thank thank you, Mark. And uh, by the way, guys, great job, Brian and and uh, Mark and and Josh. What a wonderful presentation! Uh, just so everybody knows, these are tools that you have available to you in MBS Highway. The loan comparison tools, what they were showing there, uh, the cost of waiting. You all have access. The loan comparison tool, if you haven't looked at it, it is amazing.
Yes. It just ask somebody will be able to give you a, a, a demo on it. It is, it is truly wonderful. You could add video to it. You could uh, do live highlighting. Uh, the, the tool is very comprehensive. It's new. Please check it out. It's, it's well worth it. So um, Josh, what a wonderful presentation. Even that grid with the Fed, um, the Fed chairs that you have there. Um, I love that you kind of have updated that as well. And that's right. Listen, hey, look, I'll be the first to admit, we thought rates would come down. Inflation came down like we thought. We were wrong. We thought rates would come down by now. We hit a few speed bumps with some of the things that have happened. Let's hope that it does come down. But um, I, I'd like to kind of just throw out a couple of things to you guys and just get your thoughts because you guys are in the arena and you're such wonderful presenters um, and you, you, you're so highly educated. Um, so congratulations, first of all, to all of you for doing such a wonderful job and being such great ambassadors for the mortgage industry. And really congratulations to like the 900 people that are on this call, because it's clear that you have a heart that you want to do better for your clients too. And listen, I know that it's, 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 a, it's, a, little bit, um, it's a little bit frustrating to see where rates are. And it's a little bit tough because we're, we're in a position where we have um, a, a market that's not giving us a lot of of, of loans on the purchase side. And uh, what I want to just throw at you guys is this. Look, we still know that there's going to be about 5 million purchase transactions this year. Now, we do know that some of them will be on uh, on the side of uh, cash transactions, but there's still going to be plenty, like 3.7 million, and then about 1.3 million refinances. So we're going to have lots of transaction opportunities. Um, and by the way, real estate, just to throw another stat at all of you, because the numbers came out today, and uh, Diana was great enough to grab this, and, and she sent it my way. Household formations, the latest data shows 2 million household formations, household completions at 1.4 million, and 100,000 wow. homes have to be retired. It's just a tremendous imbalance. So, um, you know, I've been on a lot of interviews, and people have been, you know, asking me, you know, how do you, you know, we've had, one thing we did get right was on the housing market. So people say, well, how, how did you guys kind of get the housing market right uh, when everybody else was thinking that it would go the other way? And even though you have a reduced pool of buyers, there's no question about that right now, even that reduced pool overwhelms the even smaller pool of available homes on the market. You, know, you just do the math on it. And, and that's why real estate is a great value. So here's the, the obstacles that I'm seeing. People need to make more money now. So I'll give you what I think the game plan should be, but please tell me what you think. So we think a cash out refinances for debt consolidation, use the debt consolidation tool. And then how do I protect and grow my realtors? Well, realtors have issues now that you could turn into opportunities that probably, you know, people are worried about going from lower mortgage to a higher mortgage. How do I create transactions? How do I get them to move? It's the same thing, debt consolidation, right? So uh, just your thoughts on debt consolidation, debt consolidation also on the purchase side. So refi and purchase. And then I love the fact that you use that cost of waiting. We're seeing that, um, but also the bid over ask. I want your, your, your comments on that because 35% of homes are bid over ask. So just your, your thoughts on, on those things and how you guys in the real world are using it so that everybody listening here could, could enjoy some of those successes that I know you guys are having. I'll jump in if you don't mind. I, here's what I think consumers are doing. They're going to Zillow and they're looking up home prices they're going online, they're seeing a mortgage rate, they're going to a mortgage calculator, maybe they're doing this all on Zillow, they're plumping in the new payment, and they're going $5,500. There's no way in hell I can afford that. I'm not interested in buying a home. Now's the wrong, now's not a good time. I think that is what most buyers are doing. And what they're not considering is that they have $400,000 of equity in their home, and they only need 
$50,000 to get into a new home or $100,000 to get into a new home. And there's a tremendous amount of liquidity sitting inside that home that could be used to lower their household blended debt ratio and to lower their monthly payments. So if their payment goes up to 5,500 bucks, but we take out $2,000 worth of non-mortgage debt, that's like paying 3,500 bucks a month for a new house. Oh, I can afford that. But nobody is thinking about that. That is outside the norm. It's almost like Americans think that they're going to have a tax hit if they don't move all of their equity from their departing residence into their new residence. So the more that we can we can talk to our realtors and show them that tool and give them case studies like, hey, I actually did this. This saved a deal. This was going to die. I can save more of your deals. And guess what this client said when I called him up to do his annual loan review? We're not interested. We decided it's a bad time. Oh, really? Curious. Why is that? Why is that a bad time? Oh, because mortgage rates are so high. Oh, so it's pain, right? So I un, un, I unlayer the onion to get to the core root, use the move up debt consolidation tool to say, you don't have to go up $3,000 in payment. You only even go up $1,000 in payment. And that created a transaction. So that tool, Barry, in my opinion, is the most valuable tool in the entire industry today. Well, thanks, Josh. You know, it's. I just want to take, first of all, I love all you guys, and you know that. I mean, we've been friends forever, and I admire I admire you guys. But I admire where you guys come from because you're you're, you're thirst for you teach other people, and you teach so well. But your thirst for learning never stops. I mean, listen, all of you watching, please watch the daily updates every day. You know, Josh called me um, after watching a daily update where we highlighted the tool on a debt consolidation purchase, and he called me up and he said, "Barry, just get, kind of explain one or two quick things for me because I have a client. I think this fits." And sure enough, Josh, you told me later on that that worked. But, but, but these guys are established loan originators that are in the top of their field, the top of their game. You know, all of them are. But yet, what do they do? The daily disciplines. They watch the update every day when they see a tool that they want to make sure they master it and teach it. So, please just adopt these wonderful characteristics that these individuals embody, and I think it will serve you very, very well. Thanks, Barry. Well said. Well, yeah. what, do you, what do you, what do you, how are you guys handling people that need to, um, to need to compete and bid over asking price? Mark, you want to take it or Ryan? Well, I think that the, the key is, you know, get them to under, I call it the can, should, must strategy. And I want to be somewhat cognizant of time. I only have six minutes left. Um, but getting people to understand, you know, there's a difference between being able to buy a home, right? They can get a pre-approval that says, I can buy a home. But going through this process will help them understand they should buy a home. And then you got to get them to the place where they realize they must buy a home, right? And when you get someone to the place where they realize they must buy a home, they'll go to the end of the earth to do that. Like gift funds will come in. You know, they'll get you know roommates. They'll get uh, co-signers. They'll bid over ask because they know what happens if they don't. They know they'll have a runaway train if they don't, right? And so it's all about how we educate the consumer. And that's really how our job has changed, right? Our job is not to pre-approve someone and fund their loan. Our job is to remove that fear, anxiety, and uncertainty and replace it with confidence and excitement and motivation. If we do that, then we really help people, right? So then they'll be able to, to bid over ask. But with our, our time left here, I only have five minutes. Uh, first, I just want to thank everyone for being here, uh, investing in time and yourself. I, I think this is a great first step, but we feel that it is imperative that you all become what your buyers and realtors need you to become, right? And we feel this so strongly at Tribe that we've created what we call a perfect conversion partner bootcamp to do exactly that, right? So in addition, we've also partnered with Barry and the whole MBS Highway team to fully 
sponsor the or scholarship, the entire certified mortgage advisor course and designation for you, which is insane. So the combination of those two platforms, I think will give you a, just a massive unfair competitive advantage against the rest of the industry, because you're going to get 30 years of Barry's insights packed into an eight hour course, right? And that will give you the economic knowledge you need combined with the tribe bootcamp, which turns that economic knowledge into the scripts and presentations that are just working amazingly today to help you stand out, right? It's going to help you generate new business and convert business at a level that just quite frankly, will probably amaze you. So I can confidently say, I believe that only roughly 20% of loan officers are going to make it through this market, right? And they will do that by becoming the mortgage professional that the future of our industry needs, right? So I think that the people who join us in this bootcamp and become CMA certified will be that 20%. So Krista, to, to help you guys better understand what we're doing, I'm going to pass over to Krista, who is the pre president of Tribe, just to share what's included in the bootcamp. And, and thank you all for being here. Thanks, Ryan. Yeah, so the boot camp is a combination of pre-recorded material and then also seven live coaching webinars throughout the next 90 days. So the toolkit, we've got two modules in there. One is focused on buyer conversion and the other is focused on realtor acquisition. And just really quickly, right, it takes you from that first phone call of, that Ryan did today, and he actually does it in like two different ways and gives you the scripts, the written scripts, so you can make them your own, all the way through that next dreams and goals call, through the pre-purchase consultation, a bulletproof buyer that you saw today, how to lead the contract meeting, that full gamut on the buyer side. And on the realtor side, it's the same thing. It's from getting the attention to realtors, to the presentation that you should be delivering to them today, to what and how to present during the introductory meeting when you get that, to then having the business partnership planning meeting that he fully scopes out. Again, all of this comes with the PowerPoints and the, the training, the PowerPoints and the scripts so that you can turn it into your own. So the boot camp starts August 5th, right? Like three days away. <laughs> and this is for implementers who want like the coaching all along the way. So you get all of that prepackaged course toolkit material, plus you get a 90 day implementation plan. That's a day by day. This is what you should be doing. Seven live coaching webinars all along the way so that you can ask all those questions that came in the chat. They're going to answer those sorts of things live on the presentations that we're giving. And then, of course, uh, Ryan already shared, it comes with CMA, courtesy of this group here. It's an amazing package. I think CMA alone is $2,000. This is $4.99 across three months. And you know what? For your community, and for those who sign up in your community by August 7th, because a boot camp, the first webinar is on August 8th, you will get this for $3.99 per month for three months. So that's just an insane deal. We're so grateful, uh, Barry, to you and the entire team for offering a package CMA in it. So really, it's the best solution for everybody here. Well, th thanks, guys. Yeah, these guys are picking up the cost of CMA for you. Um, wanted to just thank all of you. I wanted to also ask you guys if you'll do this again with us because the feedback was great, listening to you guys with scripts, listening to you guys do uh, presentations and showing how you do them, I think is so valuable. Uh, once again, the tools that they're pointing to, you guys already have access to, so they're just mastering that. Um, you know, Dan, I wanted to ask you or Megan or Diana, uh, you know, the, the, the four of us are all, we have a big team that do, that do the updates. There's people behind the scenes, Jake does them with us, but um, I, I, I wanted to ask you guys if you had anything that were thoughts or things that you guys wanted to add um, after listening to the great presentation that these 
wonderful individuals have given. Yeah, I, I thought it was fantastic and, and extremely valuable. And seeing the comments is so great, too, because, you know, we talk about these things every single day and which tools we think will help you succeed in this market. But to see top producers using this in action and how you're implementing it into your consultations with your customers and getting over you know some of those pain points and objections out there, I think is invaluable. And I think the audience really enjoyed that as well. So would love to have you guys come back on and, and go through, you know, some more of this with the market as it changes. But I think the offer that you guys gave is incredible too. You know, the boot camp, you know, I got a chance to look at the toolkit as well as, you know, those live trainings that you guys do. I think we all need to master our craft. And, you know, it's one thing to just kind of think about what you need to do. It's another thing to actually get out there and practice it and to do role-playing like you guys are doing. Listen, that's the way you get better, right? So I think that is invaluable. And thank you guys for coming on today. Yeah, hey, Danny, um, I wanted to just hear from you for a minute because um, I saw it in the chat and I, I wonder if some more people are, are thinking about this. We know that Ryan and, and, and Josh, they're such amazing presenters and they are gifted at what they do. But you know, what if somebody's saying, okay, well, I listened to Josh present. He's really eloquent. He's a wonderful presenter. Ryan's a wonderful presenter. Um, can I do this? I mean, Danny, could, could you give your thoughts on that? You have such a good way of putting things in perspective for us. Absolutely, Barry, and and I'm a I'm a success story here, team, um, because I, I told myself the story that it watching people like Ryan and Josh and Barry, for example, that they just came out of the womb as perfectly scripted individuals. <laughs> and what what I will tell you from having interviewed them and gone through my own journey here is that there's nothing farther from the truth. And Megan can tell you the level of scrutiny that Barry brings to his own presentations and Dan brings to his own presentations, they refine it every single time. It's about progress, not perfection team. But one thing I'm absolutely certain of is if you never try, you will never get better. And if you never try, you will never land that opportunity and you'll never start to separate yourself from your competition. The first one will be embarrassing to you, but guess what? Your audience has no idea how it was supposed to go. They don't know all the things that you didn't say or that you should have said. They only know what you brought to them and that it was valuable. And I promise you that no one else is bringing even 10% of this content to them. So just do it scared, do it a lot, and it'll get better every time. Yeah, thank you, Danny. I wanted you to bring that up because, you know, um, you know Megan and Dan and Dana have all done such wonderful jobs as presenting or on the updates but diana if you're still on there are you are you are you out there diana i wanted to just see if you could pop in here for a second if you're still listening she's not i, I have to run to it my next call i'm just a couple minutes you got it. i just wanted to say you got it buddy thank you and uh, we are here to help you know, please reach out to us at tribe and uh hopefully we'll have a chance to come back on thank you guys for having us really appreciate it thanks for great you. all right well um so so diana and dan uh would always kind of reflect every time after a presentation. So uh, Danny, just to kind of give you um, some reinforcement on what you said, it's it's 100% true. After each presentation, we tweak that, we try and get better every time. It is about continuously evolving and getting better every single time. It's not about reaching some level of, okay, this is it. And when I first started speaking many years ago, um, uh, Deborah Jones gave my first opportunity. She said something that always stuck with me. And she said, Barry, what you'll discover is, and at the time we would have recordings on tape, right? She said, 
uh, you get better, but your tapes don't. Meaning that, you know, the point in time that freezes there or the presentation you're giving, if you continue to work on it, you'll get so much better that almost the exact same words as you said, Dan, you look back and it's almost embarrassing. You cringe when you hear about what you did, but you have to go through that in order to get better. So go through the journey, everybody. Could not agree more. Really good point. I want to thank you guys so much for coming on as well. I think that a major part of it is just making that decision that you're going to show up from a place of servant leadership. And even if your first presentation isn't great, if you show up from that place, it's going to be great and it's going to continue to get better. Um, I know a lot of people in the chat box have had questions about an access code team. The link that we're putting in there, you don't need to put in an access code. It is already there. That pricing is already there. So I wanted to mitigate the confusion there. And the tribe team has been kind enough. They are going to share the slides with us. So be on the lookout for that. And with that, I just want to say. And the, record, and the recording too, Megan, right? We have the recording that we will share. Yes, always the recording. You'll find it on our YouTube channel as well. Make sure you subscribe. We appreciate mm -hmm. that. And with that, I just want to say thank you to everyone for tuning in and for our panel here. Thank you guys so Thanks. much. This was so fun spending uh, time with you. And we're really grateful to have uh, been uh, invited and included here. Uh, appreciate you guys. Appreciate Thanks, it. Guys. Great job. You'd be well. Cheers, Thanks, you guys. Thanks Bye, so much. everybody.